Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. All right, so we've been talking about, uh, you know, the, the unions and, and the, the war kind of brewing up. And it's not just the education unions that are making noise. All public sector unions right now, um, you know, uh, are going head to head with the Ford government. And they're using the budget as proof that, you know, draconian cuts are coming, not just to education, but to, you know, the entire public service, health, um, you know. We have a $72 billion public sector. It is the biggest spend on our books. So there's no question it's got to be tackled. It's just how is that going to be done? So today there was a, another day of action. These things have been held across the province for the last little while um, with one of the biggest provincial unions mobilizing its own fight against the province. Chris Buckley is the president of the Ontario Federation of Labour, and he joins me now. Hi there. Hi, Alex. Thanks for having me. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, temperature in the province right now. Without question, we've gone, you know, from zero to 100, uh, certainly in the last 24 hours with the Ford government. Is there any way that we are going to have labor, you know, rest in this province over the next few months? Well, Alex, that's going to be totally up to the newly elected premier and his government. You know, uh, I'm quite certain if you asked most people, they didn't vote for Doug Ford to cut our public services. They didn't vote for cuts in education or cuts in health care. It's important to note that the premier of Ontario has not agreed to meet with any union in the province of Ontario since he was elected as the president of the Ontario Federation of Labour, representing 54 unions and a million workers in the province. I've reached out four times since June the 7th, and all four times been ignored. That speaks volumes to me. But as a labor movement, we are not going to stand by while we allow these cuts to hurt kids and hurt people in our health care system. So today, we launched our uh, Day of Action, uh, 50 different actions across the province of Ontario, 17, 18 different communities, and we're going to educate people. We're going to educate people in every community and ask them, is this the type of Ontario they want? Is this the type of government they voted for? Because I suspect most people say, listen, we had no idea Doug Ford was going to attack our education sector. We had no idea Doug Ford was going to attack our health care. You know, people bought into the higher hydro rates, the price of gasoline, uh, and everything else that Doug Ford talked about in his campaign, they didn't buy in to Doug Ford's government attacking workers. Well, well let me we just step in. Very offensive. Okay, but but voters, and we have the polling from before the election, voters in the province of Ontario did in fact vote and want austerity, given, given the state of the books and given the fact that we are broke. Um, education and health are the two biggest spends other than the public sector, which is $72 billion. So Ontarians did did I vote for austerity. So I think a lot of people in the province, in the private sector, will say, okay, what will the labor unions uh, be willing to give up? And I know you're not going to negotiate you know, no, in the but media. Alex, but I don't mean to interrupt yeah. you, Alex. You know, what should take place when, when, when Doug Ford and his government says they're in it for the people? You should have meaningful consultation before you enact legislation. I would suspect if Doug Ford and his government was in it for the people, before he looks at making major cuts 
in our public services, he would sit down with the appropriate heads of unions and start a discussion instead of hiding pieces of legislation in the last, excuse me, in the last budget, because there's going to be more of this. And people in the province of Ontario need to understand to have a thriving, strong Ontario. It's more than having legal tailgate parties. It's more than a buck of beer. People are going to wisen up to this. So I hope Doug Ford starts to listen to the people of Ontario because of the labor movement. Whether workers belong to a union or not, we are going to fight to protect our public services and we are going to fight to make sure workers have decent work. Right. And the private sector wants that, too. And the bottom line is, Chris, we can't have it all. We are broke. The last government for 15 years could have done a lot of the things that the labor unions are asking for. They did not. And so we don't have the money. But my question, you know, as you as you suggest that you you have asked to meet with the premier, why did the public sector unions go on the attack so quickly? He was he was being attacked right before uh, he was even sworn in. I, with the greatest respect, I disagree. We knew what Doug Ford and his government was all about through previous experience, but no union started attacking Doug Ford until he started attacking workers' rights. The first thing Doug Ford did was to legislate York University workers back to work. Mm-hmm. That's their constitutional right to have fair collective bargaining and, if, if need be, take action. Okay, but what about the students' employers. rights? They have a right to their education, so do the parents sure, who pay sure, for sure it. They, sure they do. So now, so now, after that, he attacks the minimum wage and disadvantages 1.7 million of the most vulnerable workers in the province of Ontario. Then he guts Bill 148. The first time in 25 years the government reviewed the severely outdated Employment Standards and Labor Relations Act. Doug Ford, Doug, Doug Ford gets elected, guts it, introduced Bill 47 with five hours of, of consultation. The consultation process is a joke under this government. Again, if he is truly for the people... Start listening to people. Don't don't keep listening to Bay Street, the big companies, and the big bankers. Talk to working class people to see what they need to survive from day to day. I'm very fearful as this government continues to attack our public services, continues to disadvantage the most vulnerable workers. We're going to be in a terrible state. You won't recognize this province when his government's done. Okay. that's no way to build a province. All right. Well, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure I buy that. However, I think a lot of people will rightfully ask what. Are the public sector unions willing to compromise on, be it pensions, days off, uh, hiring freeze, spending? What are the the government unions willing to sacrifice you, to balance the can, books? How can you determine that unless you have start having a conversation with the appropriate unions that represents the workers who are being disadvantaged? If you just come out and start swinging the bat like our government is doing today, That is no way, number one, to build a relationship, and number two, to try to find some common ground or resolve to avoid major disruption, because with Doug Ford's action, he's looking down the road to major disruption in this province of Ontario. Well, uh, you know, with respect, the the last previous governments have also had labor unrest, not as much in the Dalton Win, uh, Dalton McGinty Win, uh, you know, era, but certainly um, the unions. I think a lot of people will say they're never happy. That it's never going to be enough. Listen, listen, with Alex. I've represented workers for 30 years of my life, predominantly in the private sector. I know how to negotiate. I know what we've done in many private sector companies as far as making sure the companies remained competitive, made sure they were, they were efficient. There's not a union in this province, in fact, this country, that heads in the collective bargaining looking to go on strike. Okay. We don't, that's not how we operate. We that's want, good news, We yeah. want to find common ground. Okay. But 
if we're dealing with a government that continues to slam the door in our face, we will push back as hard as we have to to protect the interests of workers and their families across the province of Ontario. Okay, well, I've only got 30 seconds left, Chris, so it's sadly not enough time, but, you know, because we can go back on forth of this. But again, sure we can. are the unions, are is the public sector and, and the leadership like yourself, are you willing to compromise knowing the state of the books and the state of the economy? We're willing to have dialogue with the government any day of the week, any time, any place. This, you should ask the government if they're willing to sit down and talk to the unions because that has not happened. They've been elected since June the 7th mm-hmm. with no dialogue with unions in the province of Ontario. That just proves me right. Well, Citizens across Ontario elected an anti-union, anti-labor government, and time will tell at the end, at the end of their term what our province looks like. Because I know one thing. The labor movement's not going away. That I, uh, that I know. That we can agree on, and I uh, will keep an eye on it. Uh, Mr. Buckley, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. That is Chris Buckley, president of the Ontario Federation of Labor. Bottom line, they're both going to have to sit down. Both of them. Stop attacking, sit down, and figure this out. But I think both sides have to have very realistic uh, expectations about that.